0: Hey everyone, welcome back to This Is Not About Your Body. I'm your host, Jesse Nealand. Today I want to talk about uh, aging, and specifically, there's a a really popular reel that's going around. I'm sure it started on TikTok. I've also seen it in versions that are like, you know, uh, memes and things like that. But basically, the idea is at 18, you, you know, wished you had the body of your 15 year old self. At 23, you wished you had the body of your 18 year old self. At 30, you wished you had your 23-year-old body. You know, at 35, you wish you had your 30-year-old body. This whole thing, it's like basically trying to be very positive. The message is supposed to be you never really appreciated your body, so you may as well start now. You know, the idea that this body now is what you will miss and wish for in 5, 10, 50 years, whatever. Now, I take some issue with this just because, I mean, it sort of implies that we should be appreciating our body for things that are not necessarily, in my view, from a place of body neutrality, not necessarily worth celebrating like youth, I can totally understand the desire to celebrate youth and appreciate it. And I'm not saying we shouldn't appreciate it, but I do feel like this whole message kind of carries the idea of like, you're better looking now than you ever will be in the future because aging makes you grosser and less attractive and, you know, just... Less worthy, and therefore, soak it up now, babes. You know it's got kind of a weird undertone to me in that way, but I know it's intent- intended to be very positive. It's supposed to be sort of like uh, you know perspective check, right? Like zoom out and look at your body image over the years. You never really appreciated it. You can look back now and say, "Oh, I looked great then." So why not just start thinking you look great now? So I kind of want to just talk about this for a minute because through a body neutrality lens, we don't apply a sort of moral value to various uh, aspects of the body. And that includes aging, right? So like from a body neutrality lens, you can say fat bodies are not worse than thin bodies. Thin bodies are not better than fat bodies. There's no moral value ascribed to it. There is no um, inappropriate or false or excess meaning Applied to either type or size of body. And the same is true with old and young, the same is true with, you know, every other hierarchy out there: conventionally attractive, not conventionally attractive, tall, short, um, you know, able-bodied, disabled, like all of these things. The whole point really of body neutrality is to strip away the false excess and um, just inappropriate meaning and significance and power. And moral value that have been assigned to those various descriptions and types of body, and that is huge because so many people, especially women, who are taught that our like you know <laughs> value and worth in the world comes from being attractive, um, it it has to be young, right? Like the whole point of attractiveness is for women trying to look basically as young as possible once you're over age, and it's so. so so harmful for so many reasons. But, you know, the the whole idea of, oh, I wish I looked 15 at 18, I wish I looked 18 at 23, it, it assumes that you are basically continuing to get less attractive as you age because youth is the goal. That young and slender, because of course most of us, you know, gain weight throughout those years, young and very, very slender and thin is the ideal, and we are getting further and further from that ideal as we age. So from there, it's kind of like, you know, really obvious that you're going to feel shitty about your body probably forever. You know, even though the message is supposed to be, why don't you appreciate it now? It it actually kind of reinforces the reason you don't appreciate it because it's reinforcing this idea that youth and slenderness are, are ideal and you are just sort of fighting a losing battle, you know? as you age, as you get older, as you gain weight, as whatever, you are fighting a losing battle and you may as well accept it. But I don't see things that way because through a body neutral lens, I can certainly acknowledge the loss of privilege that comes, the loss of social status and power and visibility that comes as as you age, as we age, especially um, as women, girls and femmes age. They, because society has objectified, fem's for so freaking long, you know, we definitely do have a a very different relationship to aging than men do, for example. Because it's sort of acceptable for men to age. It's not really acceptable for women to age. I mean, just look at Hollywood. And how many movies are like a man, a handsome man in his 60s with like a young, hot woman. With absolutely no wrinkles on her face, Uh, whether she's in her 20s or 30s or whatever, she looks incredibly, incredibly young, whereas he looks his age. And everybody can say, oh, you know, Silver Fox, that, that guy's so attractive. But a woman at that age, we don't have the same attitude towards generally speaking because we have all these biases that get in the way ageism you know weight stigma uh ableism all these things get in the way of us being able to see an older woman and say wow she's really attractive with the one glorious exception I will say of Helen Mirren who the entire world kind of just decided wow okay then she hot so anyway with this kind of um approach with the body neutral approach we also strip away the labels and meaning that have been attached to young bodies and old bodies we can see that even though there is a certain amount of status and privilege afforded to young women who are conventionally attractive we can also see that it's inappropriate to assign any moral value beyond that like that's factual we can acknowledge that from a lens of body neutrality and we might have feelings about that. You know, I've definitely worked with women who experienced a feeling of invisibility as they aged. Because they, they you know, were used to a certain amount of visibility just for being objectified, essentially. And as they lost that objectification visibility and power and status, they discovered that there wasn't anything in its wake. There isn't or wasn't another way for them to be visible in the world. Other than that objectification and that objectification was sort of waning as they aged out of the sort of age range that makes them, gosh, it feels gross to say it, but like, you know, considered worthy of objectifying. So I'm, I'm not saying that you can't have feelings about this. Obviously, you absolutely can, but it's very appropriate feelings, right? It's like the size of these feelings is very much in proportion to the situation it's appropriate. Whereas assigning moral value is not appropriate. Assigning meaning and significance such as, um, if I get older, I will be less worthy of love. Like that's an interpretation that is, uh, going to really, really mess up your body image for sure. And it's just not true. It's not appropriate. It's not within proportion to get panicky about aging. It's not within proportion to get, um, You know, any of the feelings that people get, like really dread, disgust, all these really big, shamey feelings about getting older and looking older, they're they're really not appropriate. They're putting an excess or false amount of meaning, significance, interpretation and moral value on top of one way of having a body, which is an old body or an older body. You know, a lot of these women are just talking about going into their 30s, 40s, 50s. They're not even talking about like an elderly body. So with body neutrality, it is basically very clear that neither good nor bad, like eh, there's, no, there's no moral value to youth and therefore there's no more, moral value applied to aging. So this is very much the sort of in-between space, the really grounded space that body neutrality Invites us into. It's where we can see the world very clearly. We see exactly what's going on. We're not hiding anything from ourselves. We're not bypassing anything. We recognize the world is full of biases and hierarchies and systems of oppression. We recognize things are going to change for me as I get older because the systems of oppression have dictated that it be so. We recognize, okay, well, I have certain needs that I'd like to get met and those might get harder as I get older. And I'm mad about that. That's appropriate. Or maybe I'm sad about it. That's also appropriate. But I'm not blaming my body. And I'm not upset at my body because it's clearly nothing to do with my body. That's the body neutrality space. Very grounded, just seeing the truth of things, accepting what needs to be accepted, and then also in accepting how you feel about it, but not then projecting or casting it onto your body, not making your body the problem, not um, you know, sort of beating yourself up in some kind of shamey way for for causing this sort of situation or for being bad or wrong as you age or for even even feeling inferior like you might acknowledge oh other people will think I'm inferior but you never agree with it right like from that neutral lens you can see that they are wrong if they think I'm inferior as I age they're just wrong and those are not people I want in my life and while I may run into them here and there of course like we live in the world we are realistic about that but we just we don't have to agree I'm not less Worthy of love, connection, respect, belonging, acceptance. I'm not less worthy of those things as I age, no matter what anyone thinks. That is the neutral lens. So, for me, I'm able to see in my own life um, as I'm I'm heading towards 36 now. I'm able to see signs of aging in that way that I'm sort of aging out of like objectification land. It's not to say that I I couldn't or don't get objectified I'm absolutely sure I could perhaps my lifestyle has altered things so that it's not quite so obvious you know with the pandemic and everything like clearly I'm less in public than I used to be I'm certainly dressing very differently so I think um, a lot of the the hyper femme like dressed up more sexy or revealing like there was a certain way that I dressed that probably was a relevant factor to the kind of like you know catcalling and sexual harassment and all this stuff the objectification of men that I received it's not to say that I'm blaming myself because I'm absolutely not they are they have all the accountability right they are responsible for their actions it's just that I can look back and say huh well now I don't get catcalled very often I don't get um you know hit on nearly as often and I think that there's there is some truth to the fact that I dress much more gender neutral now you know I I own that I am non-binary and so I'm not putting on that sort of femme performance that I used to put on and therefore I don't know what goes on in men's heads but they don't they don't seem to feel as invited or they don't seem to feel as entitled or maybe they're just not interested I have no idea but whatever it is I am also older I also look different. I have gained weight. I have, you know, my face has changed. I have gray hair. Like I look different. I look older. So there's all these factors and I'm able to look at them all completely neutrally. I don't feel any particular way about any of them other than, you know, sort of the practical, tangible stuff that is that grounded space. You know, like I can see, hmm, that's interesting. People treat me differently now because of these factors, huh? But When it comes to like this whole idea that I would wish for my old body, I can't connect to it at all. Like that I would wish for my pre-pandemic body even, let alone my like college or high school body feels absurd and it almost like glitches my brain. I'm like, what, but what, (laughs) why would I want that? And I can totally acknowledge like my body in my, you know, mid to late 20s, even in my early 30s, I'd say, was still very fitnessy. Like I was a fitness model. I was so strong. I was, um, I was really lean. I was just toned. I was tight. There was a lot about that body that I liked at the time, but I don't connect to now. It wouldn't make sense for me now. My body as it is right now is what makes sense for me now. For so many reasons, like emotionally, mentally, physically, this is the body that I belong in right now. Softer, bigger. I'm not in pain the way I used to because I used to have like a lot, a lot of chronic tension, so I would have like neck and shoulder um, and spine pain quite a bit. But I'm sort of in pain in new ways. You know, it's like, huh? Well, I I'm dealing with other things. That depression you know, has sort of led to and, and just dealing with these new aspects of myself and my body, like this is the body it all belongs in. If I could snap my fingers and just hop back into my old body, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't because I don't see that as a better body. I see it as like someone else's body almost, you know, I love being in this body because it, it makes sense. And I loved being in that body because it made sense. I will say I was certainly more um, insecure about my body when I was younger. And I probably would have connected to this idea. In fact, I know I connected with this idea. Like at 23, I probably did want my 18-year-old body back. I probably was sort of thinking like, yes, leaner, smaller, you know, narrower hips. Like the body of a teenager is sort of ideal. Like I probably had that thought a lot. And I probably wished for the um, youthfulness in many ways, because I remember thinking, I wish I looked older, basically from like 12 to 18, uh, because I just really wanted like the freedom to be considered an adult, you know, in, in so many ways. And then, well, maybe actually up through 21, because I wanted to, to be able to like get a drink in a bar. But then after that, it was like, okay, we can just freeze here. This is good. I look very, very young and that's nice. But because I, I, I don't know, my relationship with age, I'm not sure that I ever thought, oh, I, I don't want to get like I look older because I had wanted to look older for so long. I don't know that there was ever like a, a distinct shift that happened or anything. I just know that at some point, I certainly acknowledged, like, uh oh, you know, here comes doom. Like aging is this sort of end of the road thing. Like you never get your body back. You never look this young again. Your hair is never as full as it is right now. You're, you know, this is the least cellulite you'll ever have. This is the least saggy your boobs will ever be. Like these were things that were really messages that I was given that I believed that it was like, this is as good as it gets. And it's only downhill from here. Somewhere in my early 20s, that shift took place. So all of that is to say, I can connect to the fact that I may have connected to it before, but now the thought just, it doesn't ring true that I ever had a better body than I do right now. Because better, what does that mean? The only thing it can mean is better according to conventional beauty and body ideals, which are based in systems of oppression and I don't agree with, that I've divested myself from, that I have really, really unpacked and dismantled inside myself. How could I want a body that is, how could I want that body? How could I consider that better? I can't. I did the work to not consider it better. Therefore, I did the, well, so I did the work to not consider this one worse. I will say that. That was more of the um, kind of impetus to doing body neutrality was so that I, could not feel bad about my body. I wasn't trying to not feel good about my body either. But when I look back, I also recognize, like, they're flip sides of the same coin. You can't say, my body is fine now, and then also say, but it was better then. You know, you can't say, it's not bad to gain weight without saying, it's, okay, well, I'm getting all the tenses of this messed up, but you see what I'm saying. Like, you can't have one without the other. You can't believe it's bad to be fat and believe that oh my gosh (laughs) come on brain uh I I'm hoping you follow me because I realize I've just gotten lost multiple times trying to make the same point um but you know what we're doing this podcast as is I'm not gonna cut anything so if you don't know what I'm talking about I'm really sorry I'm not gonna try and make that point again anyway the point being that I intended to heal my relationship to what I considered a worse body because I didn't want to feel bad about that worse body but what ended up happening is I also healed my relationship to what I considered at the time a better body. I never set out to be like, I don't want to feel like that's a better body, but I did because that's what body neutrality makes us do. You have to have to devise, divest yourself from the entire spectrum of hierarchy, not just half. You can't just do half. So for me, I'm like, OK, I'm in a bigger, older body. And that doesn't mean anything about me, which means when I look back, I was in a leaner, a uh, younger body. And that also doesn't mean anything about me. So I don't want that. Now, the, I, I imagine that there will be some things that I will want. For example, as I continue aging through my 40s, 50s, 60s, I might find myself saying, I wish for a body whose knees didn't hurt, you know, or I wish for a body uh, that didn't have this or that going wrong with it that come with age. Totally understandable, totally appropriate, totally in that grounded space of body neutrality but not out of proportion because it doesn't have moral value. I might say, gosh, it was really nice to not have my knees hurt. And I don't enjoy that my knees hurt now. So yeah, if I could wave a magic wand, I would take the, I would take my old knees back. But that's not like, there's no, there's no story being told about that. There's no um, interpretation of moral, you know, moral value being placed on anything in this. There's no extra power or excess significance or or false meaning being attached to it. Like it's just like, oh, I don't like having painful knees. I liked having non-painful knees. I would swap if I could. It's not, oh my God, what's wrong with me that I have these knees? It's so embarrassing. It's so shameful. I can't believe this. What you know, what if everybody finds out? I have to hide it. I have to change it. Like, there's no shame. It's just a simple acknowledgement of the truth of the situation. The shame is what I don't want. It's what I don't want for you. And it is what body neutrality heals. Because that is the thing that actually causes the suffering of body image stuff, is that shame and that story and that interpretation and that moral evaluation. So if you connect to any of this, you may think to yourself, well, that's all very well and good for you, but I would still wave a magic wand and take my old body back because it was better. And I would just challenge you to like explore that. There's no reason to judge yourself for it. I'm not like on a morally superior high horse over here just because I wouldn't. (laughs) You know, that's kind of the whole point, right? There is no morally superior high horse in this situation. I'm freaking neutral about it. You are also neutral. Like I do not see wherever you are in this body neutrality journey as better or worse. You just are where you are right now. So accept that. Welcome that. Get curious about that. If you feel like you would take your old body back in a second, Why? take a little time just judgment free like really just be curious why and what exactly do you think you would be getting or what are you hoping you would be getting by doing so because that's really what you crave right the thing that you really want is the outcome not the body and maybe that does mean a body with knees that don't hurt that's totally reasonable maybe it's um you want to go back to a smaller body because you hate being marginalized in a fat body Also totally reasonable. Very, very grounded. Just acknowledging reality and going, I would take that. This sucks. I do not like this. Thank you. I would challenge in that one who you are angry at. Because if you are finding yourself like resentful towards angry at or disappointed by your body or ashamed of the fact that your body causes you to be marginalized, that is false. That is a false meaning. The reason you are marginalized is because of systems of oppression that are marginalizing you inappropriately falsely like that is where all of those negative feelings um deserve to go and so i would challenge even just the idea that your body you know we can acknowledge that it does play a role in how people treat you but not because of anything about your body i wouldn't i wouldn't um just let that stand like yeah my body causes this no 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 it doesn't Fat phobia causes that. The anti-fat bias causes that. Racism causes that. There's so many things that cause that that is not your body. But on the other hand, if you, you know, if you would like to have a thinner body because you just miss feeling hot, there's a lot to unpack and explore in that too. Like if you just feel like having a thin, hot, young body is better and you want it, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? why I wonder because it's not actually any better like it's objectively not any better so what have you attached as meaning significant stories or interpretation about it what moral value have you assigned to various aspects of that body and various aspects of your body now there's a lot to get curious about there there's a lot of information for you there this is honestly a really great way to even get in touch with what you need to keep moving towards body neutrality to explore these questions and you'll probably discover like most people do you know that you don't really have answers you're like it's just better i just it was better but that just means you have to like dig deeper into well what does better mean what did better mean which you know which hierarchy are you referring to here Better in what way? Where did you learn that? Why do you think that a wrinkle-free face is better than a non-wrinkle-free face or a wrinkled face, some might say? Um, Why do you think that is? Where did you learn that? And and is it true? Is it objectively true? How could it be true? If you feel like it's true, that's okay. But that just means you have to get curious about what's going on, you know? Um, Eventually, when you unpack this stuff and you move towards body neutrality, it just won't feel true anymore which is what I'm saying here. Like, to me, it just does not feel true that a younger face is better. I kind of love the way that I'm aging. Like, not because I think it's attractive, necessarily, certainly not because I think it offers me any extra privilege. I know that it doesn't. But what it does do, actually, and I kind of really love, is it protects me from being um, too visible you know, the sexualization and objectification that I used to get was exhausting. And it made me constantly on edge. I was scared all the time, you know, that sucks. It's kind of lovely to feel free from that. And granted, a lot of that is the work that I did. It's not just me aging, it's the work that I did to say I, I won't be participating in that little dance anymore and you know just sort of finding safety inside myself finding self acceptance all that stuff certainly helps but also it's just nice that that people don't feel like doing it as much anymore so i'm kind of protected in this lovely way and i really enjoy that right now and i might not enjoy that in the future i leave so much space and possibility for these feelings to change cuz neutrality really just means you meet what's true you acknowledge and you accept what's true and i right now feel great about aging, but I might not always. Totally valid. At some point, I might need to check back in and do some of this work myself again. But for now, I just want to share that it is possible to genuinely feel neutral about these things when you have unpacked and dismantled the hierarchies that they're based on and the moral value that you have learned to place upon them. And when you can do that, aging doesn't sound so scary anymore. I mean, you know, nothing really does. Like, gaining weight, losing weight, being saggy, uh, aging, uh, and becoming disabled, all these things that we've been taught are like, oh my god, so bad. It, they all just feel, well, neutral, you know, like I don't want bad things to happen to me. But I also know that I would not be any less worthy or valuable as a person if I ended up with a disability of some kind. So that's just like, the neutral lens's power and I want to share it with you so that you can really see how much it can change in your life so that every time you look in the mirror and you see a new wrinkle you're not freaking out you're just like well, whatever every time you see you know weight gain or a pound on the scale or the sagging of skin or your breasts or whatever it's like yeah okay I'm aging that's appropriate maybe I like it maybe I don't but it's it's sort of neither here nor there you know It isn't scary. It doesn't cause suffering because it's not worse. And in order for it to not be worse, you have to be able to acknowledge truly and viscerally down to your bones that how you looked before wasn't better. It was not better. And that's huge. And that's it. Um thank you so much for listening. I do have a couple of t-shirts available. I'm not doing a big promotion yet, but if you do find yourself interested in um, checking out the t-shirt designs, the sort of brand merch that I'm putting out into the world uh, bit by bit, you can go over to my website, jessenealon.com and go to my shop page. I will be adding designs over the next couple of weeks. So feel free to check it out. You know, get yourself something to rep body neutrality and uh, and then check back in in a in a month or so because there'll be more and more stuff as we go along. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you next time.